Welcome, art friends, to another podcast. And today is with your host, Alicia Pace, talking to you, ranting about her thoughts and ideas about the world and art. And today we're going to talk about why I'm passionate about what I'm passionate about, how I feel that I am maybe different from most artists in the way that I'm going about my business and my growth um, in hopes that you'll have some new excitement to try to apply into your life. I'm just going to jump in on what I wanted to talk about and uh, how it all started, this journey, this self-discovery, these giant business ideas, making a podcast creating programs, taking like a giant shift in my career last year from solely picture books, from getting on Instagram and posting an image and not having any idea what I'd want to put in the caption because what can I even talk about? What should I talk about? Etc. So I'm going to take you back. I grew up in lower middle class. Little Alicia with her curly hair and bugs. I liked bugs. And I thought I'd figured out life because uh, I discovered that it takes a lot of hard work and effort. And if you put in a lot of hard work and effort to get where you wanted to go, you'll get close to where you want to go. <laughs> so that's what I got figured out. It was a struggle to make money, and I saw my parents push and struggle and work really hard to stay afloat. So that's the message and the idea that I got out of life. Put in so much effort and you will hardly stay afloat. But then I started seeing other people who didn't live or think that way. And they had like a different relationship with money and success and some of them were doing really well. So I decided it was just people who came from rich families would do okay. They probably had extra support from their parents and someone somewhere made a lot of money and so they're just lucky and they just didn't get it. They didn't understand the hard work thing. And then I studied art at BYU in Utah and I was surrounded by artists and they were all working so hard. Uh, But then I had roommates that were in other majors and it didn't seem like they were sacrificing as much to push and work really hard and put all the hours in. It seemed like a lot of them were getting by pretty easy and they had majors that, you know, would go on to make lots of money. So it was just like, okay, uh, starving artists, we gotta like really work hard to get by, to stay afloat, right? Um, And maybe if I worked hard enough, I could have success. So then I went to a professor's home for an end of the school party, end of school year. And this guy, he was famous to me. <laughs> he was internet famous. He was amazing. He'd work on, worked on films and he was at the top of the art game. And whenever he would draw in front of the class, watching him draw, it felt like magic. <laughs> it did. Felt like I was watching magic unfold. 
So I looked up to him. I thought he was amazing. So driving up to his house, I pictured, you know, this big fancy iron gate leading up to his mansion. But no, he lived in a normal sized home in a normal neighborhood. And I was like, this guy is famous. This is like a celebrity. What? So I interpreted that as you got to work so bloody hard as an artist to make it, to get by. Um, I mean, it wasn't like a bad house. It was just like I expected that someone at the top of his game would be living in this giant freaking mansion. Um, And I have no idea what his financial situation was. He might be like a closet millionaire, one of those people who, you know, has all this cash, but they don't mind living in a media like an average home saving up for a rainy day or whatever (laughs) but I decided this was a fact you work really really bloody hard and barely make it okay so that that's that's what I decided but wait after deciding this I graduated Um, I married my husband and seeing the world and other people and my husband came from a wealthier family or family so I was able to mingle with different 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 people different groups um, and started seeing different things than I saw before because my husband's perspective and view of the world was drastically different than mine and I figured he just didn't get it because he came from a wealthy family so he just doesn't understand (laughs) So, and my husband, he works really hard. Um, he works really smart. He, he's not a busy work kind of guy. He didn't like school because that was a lot of busy work. He learns. He learns fast. He gets to the most efficient way of doing something, and then he's good and done. And so here I am pushing and drawing into the night and just like, it was like hard, you know, to make a little bit of extra cash. And my husband, who was just, you know, enjoying his job, going to work and making a lot of money. And I was like, what is, what is this? And it could just be that it's artists versus computer programmers, you know, like maybe that's just it. But his whole view of the world was drastically different than mine. And then I started noticing artists who weren't that talented and seeing like their Etsy shops or like the numbers on, you know, their social media platforms or whatever, just like these wild numbers, these result driven stats that I was able to see and how it didn't correlate with their skill level. So this was kind of mind blowing. It wasn't like, okay, work really hard, have a good skill, like a wild skill level, be the crazy most talented person around, that didn't equal success. So I was scratching my head a little bit, you know? <laughs> and uh, I had family members struggling and working so hard, and then these other people that I was able to see that were, you know, cruising by with, like, ease... Not that it was easy, but that it didn't feel so heavy. Does that make sense? So I started researching millionaires. I was reading tons of books, audiobooks, anything I could get my hands on, talking to affluent people, asking silly questions, 
trying not to be annoying. And, and then like spiritual texts, hippie stuff, more books, more books, more courses. I spent thousands of dollars on online programs trying to figure this out and get different perspectives from business people, success coaches. And it all seemed to be pointing to the same thing. This concept that I believed like in church a little bit, you know, but then not really. So we're all here on earth. And my opinion from what I have read from these successful people and these things that I have been drawn to, your inner world is reflected by your outer world. Your inner circumstances, situations, beliefs, thoughts, ideas are then mirrored, reflected into your external circumstances. Are you seeing this? Are you hearing this? Are you picturing what this looks like? So if you're in turmoil inside, your outer world is going to be turmoil. You know how when your house is like crazy cluttered, your brain is like, bleh. <laughs> Part of the reason why your house got so cluttered is because your internal world was stressed or freaking out or you have these beliefs that aren't true about yourself or whatever. I mean, it's just as you come to see the world this way, you start to notice how true it is and how a lot more... A lot of the things that we feel like are out of our control are more in our control than we anticipate. So that's not to say that there are unexpected situations that come up, but what if you had way more control over your experience to those things than you ever thought by your perspective, by the state of your inner world? So this is why from what I have seen and now my theory, um, the some artists that uh, are only barely scraping by who are burying their heads in their sketchbooks and struggling to pay rent, why their skill level and work ethic don't always determine their success and their results. So if you're like me, like several years ago, feeling like, okay, my art is at a pretty good level, why is this so stinking hard? <laughs> Why am I not getting the results that I wanted? But I was stuck in my head and in my thoughts and in my beliefs. And so my art was stuck. My progress was stuck as I was stuck in my head with, with these beliefs that I had. So, yes, hard work does pay off. I believe that. You can't drive a parked car. That is a familiar phrase from a lot of these mentors and coaches. You can't drive a parked car. God can't drive a parked car is what it says. And so you got to get into motion, but it's not all about you and your capacity. There are other things at hand. Uh, pushing, pushing, pushing causes illness and f trying to force things to go the way that you want them to go isn't always how it works out so with these this idea that hard work doesn't pay off doesn't like that's not 
the full answer that hard work does pay off, that you can make a career by working hard, like I have a successful career, you work really hard, and sure, like it can happen. But where I was working so hard for what felt like barely enough time, barely enough um, reward money to validate the time that it took, not, never mind the energy and skill level and creativity and education level, etc., but barely validating the time that it was taking. Um, so I started to think, okay, maybe I'm doing this wrong. So the business classes, the mental mindset classes, the books, the spiritual principles, it started to help me see the world in a different way. I started seeing problems in a different way and my potential as a creator, as someone with something to say, I saw that differently. Um, So now, whereas before, in my mind, I saw work, I mean, life as hard work plus lots and lots of time plus patience equals success. That's how I saw it. I didn't even like really believe that much in talent. You know, I, I mean, I see people that are natural artists and some people who, you know, have to work a little bit harder on it. But it seems like time is directly related to that. Uh, so I went from that and changed completely. So here's the secret, advanced AP class formula. <laughs> Aligned action, are you listening? Are you listening? This is, this is big, this is big. Aligned action plus true intent plus mentorship plus trust in God or a willingness to submit to universe, source energy, flow of the universe, whatever whatever your beliefs are so aligned action plus true intent plus mentorship plus trust submission equals wildly magical success yes bravo clap clap applause this is this is the secret to the universe (laughs) i know i sound crazy but i want you to try it on for a little bit We'll cover more of what this means in future episodes, and I talk a lot about the nitty-gritty in my courses and programs, and these shifts that are happening in the artists, it's changing things. It's changing their art style. It's changing what they're creating and how they're thinking about their business. I mean, it, it changes everything, but I love applying it to art because I remember wishing that I had something out there instead of these business classes that were about business and these success classes that were very broad. I wanted... I wanted someone to teach me how to directly apply it to art. So I learned it and now I am coming to you to help you see how it directly applies to the art world. So we will talk about more as the podcast continues and I will continue to rant on it on social media and all of that, but mostly my programs of the how-to. Uh, but right now, the way that this shift looks for me in my life and in my art career is that when I'm motivated by fear, when I feel myself pushing, it's usually because my intentions, my inner state is driven by some belief. Some belief that, okay, if I don't get this done, I'm irresponsible. If I don't succeed here, I'm a failure. There are these like deep-seated beliefs that make it uncomfortable and that push me and that I'm creating 
not out of love, but out of fear. And I feel this fervent anxiety. I need to prove my worth. I need to make money, like this desperate need for for money, approval, and progress so that I can feel okay about myself. And there's this, it's this distinct feeling. It's like a crinkled paper for me or like, like finding knots in hair and then cranking that brush to try to force the knots away, which hurts and is uncomfortable. And you just push through, right? No, you've got to find some other solutions. This, this actually was happening with Colette for a long time. And we recently finally cut her hair and it's healthier now or something. And we bought some like oils and sprays and it's 10 times easier to brush your hair. Before we were just like trying to push through and it was awful. But you just, sometimes those struggles and those feelings of tension is just a key, just a hint that there's something that needs to change. And I grew up for so long thinking you you just endure it. You just keep going. I, I remember getting a rock in my shoe on a hike and I just kept going because you push through pain, right? You endure it. Uh, that that was just that's so strongly what I believed. So now I see it as, okay, there's something wrong. Take a step back and look and see how to get back into alignment. Because that other way, the way opposite of this icky, sticky, crinkled paper, knots in the hair way of living the other side of that is it's the feeling is like a sign, a nudge from God, universe, source, energy, whatever your beliefs are, that you're doing what your soul longs to be doing, the, like what's part of your, your blueprint, your purpose. Um, and if you're not feeling that way, if you're feeling the crinkle thing, maybe you need to take a break or make a change. So that feeling of flow. Uh, it's like when you, when you feel the, they call it flow in art, that, that feeling, it's, I don't want to say easy, but you feel an ease, like you feel you're, it's, you're passionate, um, you're excited about what you're doing, you're energized, the progress comes quickly and time flies and it flows like a, like a river, it's joyful, peaceful, light and easy, it feels good, it feels right and it feels nice and for me my best ideas come during those times not when it's hard and strenuous then it just feels like I'm hitting my head against a brick wall do you know what I am saying have you been there but then when I'm driven by love for the project and love for the people I'm making the project for the will the project will reach uh, it feels different it feels light, whole, flowy. (laughs) That's all that I can do to express it. But you'll have to be conscious of what it feels like for you. And I'd be curious to hear what words and vocabulary you would put on it to describe it. But for me, it has taken me years to identify it. And now it's everywhere. It's everywhere. And I actually, I go in and out of these fear versus alignment, this obligation versus genuine love I go in and out of these phases on a daily basis um I'm still working on it but now I recognize it and it's bizarre I mean it makes 
everything makes sense in my life such as like health issues and problems I've you know had and relationship things and it like makes so much more sense and I'm just seeing the world in a different way and my problems in a different way and my anxiety in a different way it's wild a lot of times I feel anxiety when there is a belief when there's something inside that needs some massaging that that knot in your back that needs to be massaged and worked through instead of just pushing through the pain so stop and look at your life where do you have knots and tangles it's time to try something new to look deeper because if your outer world if these symptoms are a reflection of an inner problem and a problem is harsh some people take offense to that you it's not like made up or anything these pains or you know whatever but just using it as a mirror to look inside and say what can I heal what can I work through grab a journal and just see what comes out when just just try just try it on you guys it's it's it was a huge perspective shift for me and now it's changed everything (laughs) um yeah pushing through isn't always the answer so one example is with motherhood Uh, I felt for years and years that I was pushing through just trying to get through these diaper years get through until the kids are all in school I was um there's a church leader in my church who says like find joy in the journey and I I instead was enduring to the end I was just trying to trying to get to when it it will be easier when right but I then realized after all of this that maybe it was pointing me to different ways of like trying different things like hiring help taking a break setting boundaries having rules with my family and consequences for my children when they misbehaved maybe I was neglecting important parts of who I am I didn't enter a bookstore for years because there wasn't time or it didn't feel practical or it you know yeah I just was like pushing parts of myself away and of course there was going to be disharmony and only was there disharmony of like feeling like I was pushing through there was anxiety there was depression there was weight gain so looking back yes sure I mean hormones are a part of that and I think I I'm naturally a more anxious person but these were indicators to me that there was there was something for me personally that I needed to work on and change and look at things differently and so I hired help I now take breaks I when I feel when I feel like I'm just pushing through and like cleaning the house out of anxiety and anger (laughs) I realize it's time to take a break um or if I'm working and I feel that I'm working out of fear that I won't make enough money that we you know something will happen and we won't make ends meet or it means I'm a failure and not good at what I'm doing then I stop and it's in those quiet moments when I stop and when I listen to what my body and my soul and my mind are telling me to do not my mind my mind tells me to push my soul and my heart often tell me slow down trust just trust 
just flow, <laughs> flow <laughs> instead of pushing. Okay, so if, if your life feels like Groundhog Day, that you're just kind of going through the motions and you're pushing through and uh, you haven't felt that passion or zest for life, to me, those are indicators that it's time for some healing, some perspective shifts, for mentorships, for classes, for books, for looking, looking at the world in a different way to find more ease, flow, and peace in your life. Try it on, and I will rant more about this stuff in the future. So thanks for listening to me. And uh, if you want more mindset tips and art tips and how to work on your art from the inside out, please check out the links below to my classes. I will even include a, a discount code. Shh, don't tell your friends. No, tell your friends. That's fine. <laughs> Share love. Share the love. And I will see you guys in the next episode or in class. <laughs>